Welcome to Sheer Jashub, a Bible study broadcast brought to you by the Fellowship of Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. This is Patty Scalzo. Today, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing the study on heavenly authority. At the end of the program, I will be giving an address where you will be able to write to us. But for now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg as he continues his Sunday message. We have been conducting this series on heavenly authority. The first thing we did was to go back into the Old Testament and have a background study under the Old Covenant. And that brought us to the section on the priests and the Levites. And we studied about the Levitical system and the priest, the high priest, in some detail. And then we looked into the New Testament and we saw how it applied to us today under the New Covenant. And we studied the high priesthood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we left off, though, talking about the return by some traditional Christian churches and by some Christian cults toward a pseudo-Levitical system, almost as a push or a movement that develops over time to bring us back under some type of Levitical law or pseudo-law with temple practices, a separated priesthood, liturgies and ceremonies and rituals. And we talked last time about the teachings and the traditions of men versus the commandments of God. A quick review in Galatians chapter 3, in chapter 3 verse 24, Paul spoke about how the law was our tutor or our child conductor or our guardian kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed in us. The law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. And he talks about how when we're children, the child does not differ from the slave, though he is master of all, and is on the guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. And he says, even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that they might receive the adoption as sons. So Jesus, born under the law, redeemed us, purchased us back to God, when we were still in bondage to the basic principles, the basic elements, the rudimentary principles of this world, the law of sin and death, that we sin and we break the righteous requirements of God's law, and we bring a penalty of death upon ourselves. And really the Mosaic law could not stop that, but rather it restricted it, it attempted to restrict it, and it pointed to us the way to salvation by showing us all to be sinners. He goes on to say in verse 9, But now after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I am afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. 
And you see again the return to want to go under some type of system, religious system, to go back under the basic elements of the world. And Paul is afraid because they're the weak things and we're turning back to them in a worry from God. So this movement towards some type of legal system was there even in the very early time of the church. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8, Paul said, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. And then he goes on to say in chapter 2 verse 20, Therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world do you subject yourselves to regulations? Do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concern things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom and self-imposed religion, false humility, and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. They do nothing to change the person. They're outward rituals. They're busy work. It looks like you're being a humble person, but it's false humility. It's self-imposed religion. It's the traditions and teachings of men. It's not the commandments of God. God gave the Levitical system once for a purpose. And when Christians attempt to reestablish a pseudo-Levitical system with rules and regulations about eating and rituals and ceremonies and holidays and feasts and festivals and use them as the core of the religion, they supplant the gospel, they make null the message of Jesus, and the people who are so busy doing these things may forget even what it means to be born again right in the middle of a Christian church. That tendency of the devil to try to obscure the gospel, the tendency of human nature to try to build religions and rituals and teachings and trappings and traditions will push the gospel away and those that recognize their lack of worth not hearing the gospel of Jesus will hope these things will help them work their way to God. And those that think they're so good on their own will say, look at me, I'm a good person. I keep this observance. I do that ritual. I keep that tradition. Never knowing the message of repentance in Christ Jesus. Now that's a review of what we talked about last time. Here's the revelation. If we go back under the law, or some quasi-pseudo-law. It's an act of faith. Now, it's a lack of faith. It's a lack of faith in Jesus and what he does for us, but it's an act of faith. We're saying we want to be under law. And so by faith, we are allowing the basic principles, the elementary, rudimentary principles of what the human race is like to come in all over again. Because we're not choosing to walk in the kingdom of heaven and we're placing ourselves back under the way the human race was before Christ, even though we might declare we're Christians, 
We're putting ourselves right back into the old state, into the old condition, into the old covenant, and we allow that law of sin and death to keep us trapped. We lose the liberty and the freedom we have in the Holy Spirit. And we allow again all the demonic forces to rule and reign over us as they see us as in the old state, in the old condition. By faith, we've allowed them to come in. We've allowed demonic forces to come into the church when we attempt to go back under some type of law. And there's no victory when we attempt to go back under the law because the law could not give freedom. And that was the law given by God to Moses. That was not some law made by men in a seminary or in some religious institution to control the people. So how much weaker this pseudo-law is when the original law couldn't do it. And that's been a chief problem with the church throughout the ages, to try to go back under the basic principles of the world and allow all the old things to come right back in. Rituals and traditions devoid of the spirit put us right back under demonic influence and the sad human fallen condition. Galatians 4.9 but now after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage, Paul said. The Mosaic law pointed to Christ, and both Old and New Testaments are true. They're totally true. They're both the Word of God. But we've seen that in Christ, we have the full truth. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We have the complete revelation of God. We saw several times back, I'll remind you of a few scriptures. Hebrews 7.19 said, For the law, the law of Moses, the Levitical law, made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is the bringing of a better hope, through which we draw near to God. Uh, Hebrews 7.22 By so much more, Jesus has become the surety of a better covenant. Hebrews 8.6 But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry, inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place would have been sought for a second. Hebrews 8.13 In that he says a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Hebrews 10.1 For the law having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things can never, with the same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. And then down to verse 8 of Hebrews chapter 10, previously saying, sacrifice and offering, burnt offering and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. And then we saw in 2 Corinthians 
chapter 3 how much more glorious the new covenant was from the old covenant. Verse 8, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of that glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. The one is passing away, the one is fading away, it's replaced, it's fulfilled, it's reformed in the new covenant, the better covenant in Christ Jesus. God's Word is so rich and full of wisdom, and we hope these studies have increased your knowledge of the author and perfecter of our faith. If you have any comments, or if you feel led of the Lord to help support our church fellowship, please send all correspondence and donations to Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. That's spelled S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B. Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, come worship the Lord with us. Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jeshub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return. <laughs>